Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to welcome Vlad Podoliako, founder and CEO at Folderly. Vlad, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me today. Yeah, great to have you on. Appreciate you coming on the show today. So let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit about your background. So I have a, have a I guess, entrepreneurship background with more like specific experience within the sales and marketing, but now it's piloted to product development. I don't know why and how, but the fact that I know how to build how to build products. So I found that with my partner, Michael, a company called Belkins, and this is a B2B sales agency where the main specialization to basically lead generation to bring clients, new clients. And we already like five years in the market hit 300 people. We are like industry leader within the lead generation. And there's a lot of like talks about the Belkins there. We st- like, since we're like, for the five years in the market, we started to getting like free cash. Michael and I starting to like reinvest those money to building products. So the first product that we build is Fall Julie, and Fall Julie built it because of the like problem that appeared in the Balkans was the email marketing. So basically, Fall Julie is the email solution platform where main goal is to increase email performance metrics like open rates, replay rates, click-through rates by working with those entities like mailboxes, domains, leads, templates, content, email content, basically by identifying problems, fixing all those problems and monitoring them 24-7 on a daily basis. Interesting. So you like, so entrepreneurship background, started Belkins a while ago and you said that's B2B sales lead generation. Sounds like that's right. growing, doing really well. And then took that free cash flow and created Folderly. And with Folderly, was that solving a pain that you were seeing within Belkins and lead generation with email performance through through Folderly? Yeah, right. So long story short, like back to 2019, we had like a problem with like our email marketing was in the Belkins. So you can imagine, so since this is the service company and we had, I guess, under our management in terms of the lead generation around 800, 1000 mailboxes of our clients, you know, we delivered them like qualifying and delivering them appointments. They closed all, the, all those appointments. And for some, like, I guess it, it were in March, like some middle of March time, all of our campaigns went from like 80%, 80, 90% of open rates, like 35, 40% of reply rates, like to open 10, no one replying and in, in almost one, like 1,000 mailboxes. And I guess like, what the hell is happening? Because we have those weekly sync with the clients and we need to explain what's happening. And I'm like starting to dive in deep to what is kind of happening. What is the problem behind? and discovered that email marketing not that straightforward anymore like we 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 like thought back then like uploading leads to the some system outreach system mailchimp sangrid outreach or whatever tool and hitting just one one button to send confirming that you want to hit those emails to those people and now it's more technical so basically what i discovered so without taking care of your domain, like domain infrastructure, like having the right DNS records be behind your domain, which is represent you as a like legit sender, 
like having those standard policy frameworks or domain authentication policies there in the place, having the right ESP provider, like email service provider, such as like Google, Gmail, Google Workspace or Microsoft Exchange or Outlook or AWS or whatever. And there is like 500 or 670 or something like that, all, all those ESPs there. And after diving deep to all those problems, I'm starting to discover that what we did wrong and starting to fix all those problems. So I'm fix all those problems, fix this for Belkins, fix it for our clients. And we thought that it would be great value value proposition for uh, like external clients because everyone basically faced this problem. Mm-hmm. Everyone like like hit by stamp promotions and don't know what the reasoning behind you know if you're legit sending legit content to your opt-in list, double opt-in list. So you basically have those problems, but you didn't know why, you didn't know why. And this is the one of the reasons why we building Folderly. Yeah, really interesting. So Folderly, so with Folderly, so I could see the B2B lead generation at Belkin, say VPs of sales, marketing, sales folks hiring you, know, hiring you, buying your service. With Folderly, is it the technical side, IT folks who hire you? Who? What's the use case? Who are you selling into for Folderly? Yeah, that's the good question. So I'm splitting our ideal customer profile on three portraits. Mm-hmm. So And we work the most use cases with a third. So the first one, it's entry level to email is like to sales and marketing processes that the people who just want to know how to get clients without any background. Like I just want to have more clients to my, I don't know, e-commerce shop, to my B2B company, I don't know, SaaS, AI company, whatever. Second would be that the people who already knows what kind of email, uh, what kind of acquisition channels out there, like email, advertising, content, social optimization, and others, and know what to do with them. And the third type of people, that's the people who are facing the problems with all of those channels. So basically, it's a more advanced, like SDR senior, SDRs, head of sales, chief marketing officers, but, and email analytics, IT managers and operational like operation people that manage the effectiveness of sales and marketing people. Mm. So basically, we have three use cases of those like clients' pictures, but the most effective third, which the people who understand how to work with emails, what kind of consequences has led to if you messed up with your further outreach, like that your domain can be blacklisted or that no one like answer to your emails and they end up to promotion folder or spam folder mm-hmm. and you waste your leads at the end. Okay. So interesting. So I don't, if I'm the head of sales and marketing, I don't need to go talk to my AT guy and say, Hey, hire Vlad at Folderly or their, their product. I, I can just reach out to you and say, yeah, I want to improve right. my, my send rates, my deliverability, get off blacklists and uh, yeah, improve overall email performance then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Okay, interesting. So when, what year did you found Folderly? So it's it's two years ago, like 2.3 years ago. Yeah, so this is the, the year where we like starting to have a tech behind the Folderly, not just mm-hmm. like stories, because how we build Folderly for the first client. So we're starting to fix those problems by our basically hands and I am build like department within the Belkins called email deliverability department, like the people who manage deliverability, monitoring those 
cases by day by day. And we're starting to get addressed by the question how you're so effective with your email marketing. And we starting to help to our clients as well. And getting the first cash, like ha having the, again, bootstrapping story with the Belgians and with the Paul Julie, having the first clients as a service-based, having all those money and reinvesting all of those money to the tech. And like a few, like few months later, a few months later, we, we build the tech behind and automate all those work and starting to build the real technology behind which make a difference with the marketing. Okay. Interesting. So it sounds like, and you see this lot, like kind of tech enabled, enabled services, you have the tech, you're doing it, helping your clients, but then automate it, build out that tech set, you know, make it more of a product and then sell it, say like a subscription SaaS. So interesting. And yeah. where, where is Folderly located? Are you virtual? Or do you have a headquarters? So we have our HQ in Denver, Colorado, but since all of those crises worldwide hitting us, like, I guess, four years in a row or third years in a row, so we're remote. So basically I have my team across few states of America. I have my, my team around the Europe and we're pretty flexible. We have 42 people on board on Fall Julie side and 300 people on board of Balkans. Okay. Yeah. Around. That's my next question. So team size at Folderly about 42 staff right now. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And Belkins started uh, earlier, but 300 plus and growing, it sounds like, but 42 yeah. at Folderly. And then yeah. anything you want to share with, with Folderly around your revenue range or ARR size? So yeah, we, we about have 2 mil plus in terms of the ARR. Yeah, we have, I can, I can share also a few more interesting metrics. So our mm -hmm. ARPU, like average revenue per client, it's 1500. Mm -hmm. Our average lifetime value from clients, it's 15 grand, like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, 15, 16 grand ish. So yep. somewhere like that. The biggest check we had, it's, it's 25 grand per month. Okay. The lowest 200 bucks per per, per mailbox. Okay, so the biggest customer up to about twenty five thousand a month, and then yeah, down down to a thousand or so. Okay, interesting. So our at fifteen hundred lifetime value fifteen thousand. Uh, so that's great that you know those metrics. Excellent. So almost at two million plus ARR, and then tell us this is interesting because you have Belkin's a B two B lead generation business. Now you've got Folderly. So what go to market motion process are you using at Folderly to acquire clients? For both, like Balkans and Folderly, right? For Folderly. So how do you acquire clients? What's your go-to-market motion for, for Folderly? Yeah. So from Folderly perspective, so since our brand and butter is lead generation, email marketing, and basically the outbound. So this is the no-brainer thing that all pro processes, all people know to how to do so. And we, like, I have three BDRs, two sales execs behind uh, the Folgerly, and they are pretty successful with scheduling those, uh, scheduling, qualifying mm -hmm. those meetings for sales execs, and we like getting new revenue from outbound. But I guess uh, around around thirty percent, it's organic traffic, like organic okay. traffic, the leads coming to the website, the social generation, the content. We have investing to the content, the learning. And one more thing to mention, and it's mm -hmm. uh, it's also related to the acquisition. 
So basically speaking of those three free pictures, ideal customer profiles that I mentioned to you, like from the, their like awareness about the email marketing or lead generation or acquisition channels. So basically, basically we have a lot of education, which is helps those second person portrait, which is uh, don't know how to get new clients to understand that there is like entire world world behind all those acquisition channels. And that they need to understand how to do emails, like advertising, display ads, this, like social, etc. So basically, our goal to grow those first, first, like ideal customer profile to third, having this kind of a lot of solutions within within all those targets. Okay, so, yeah, make, that makes yeah. sense. And then, how much capital have you raised to date? So we are bootstrapped for both Belkins Folgerly, but for the Folgerly site, we receive grant from the Google that help us to like, so we don't need the money basically, but we, we thought that it would be beneficial in, ter in terms of like more further integration with Google Gmail and their teams and to have more in deep technology behind and understand how the, all those mechanisms works within the Google. So it's more like strategic thing rather yep. than money. So, and since this is a grant, so we're still bootstrapping. So that's no no YC uh, story behind or private equity or yep. other angels. It, yeah, that's interesting. so. Tell us about I saw in your press release this Google startup program. So tell us a little bit more about that. It, was it an application process? Did you have to do a demo, a pitch? Tell us a little bit about that Google startup program. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. So basically how it works like, so they have their Google for Startups Fund. There, there is a lot of like YCs, there is a lot of angels there, there is a lot of mentorship there that they help you with. So basically you apply to them. They have, I guess, twice per year that they are camps. One in Silicon Valley and their campus and one in Europe, like across the Europe, maybe even few across the Europe. So basically you are applying, you're telling a bit about yourself, about your background, about your experience, what you're building and what the like technology behind. Then the, they reach out to you, they're doing the interview and then you have decision like after the sharing some company data, the numbers, the idea, the technology, the growth plan, the roadmap, etc. So this is like long story short, how, how, how this looks like. Okay, so you, you worked kind of you apply and then you basically they reach out to you and then work one-on-one -on -one with them and you didn't have to go like to a demo day or a pitch day or anything like that they just vet your application one by one yeah but it depends i guess on the event or it depends on the camp because we you have as a google the, the startup that receives money from the google startup funds our grants so basically you can attend their demo days and attend this each time that they like representing it no matter what kind of group you are the last year two five years ago so basically you can attend those demo days because it's a huge event across the all those google google network mm -hmm. and obviously google is well known anything Anything you'd like to share, anything that you learned with that application process with Google startups, as far as, you know, what data were they focused on? You know, what were they really focused on to, to determine, you know, if, if you would get grant funding from them? 
the basic attraction. So uh, first thing, I guess, let's let's start with the first. So basically, you need to have minimal valuable product, the, the MVP, with the minimal attraction. So you it would be more attractive to like not just for Google, but for the uh, different VCs, for angels. So traction, ha having some clients, showing the like few case studies that it re actually helps someone or mm -hmm. resolve something. It's really helpful because you just like go to the meeting with not empty hands. So it's not mm -hmm. just like improvising till the end yeah. and trying to fake it until you make it because it's hard to do so and you're starting to be nervous. So it's better for you not to be nervous and having something in your hands and be, be kind of confident that you're building something already or have built something already. Okay. Okay. So having a little traction and MVP in hand, not just selling your, your story and vision with no product at that point. So yeah, interesting. That thing uh, for devices. Yeah. And as we wrap up here, Vlad, what's next? What's new and exciting that's coming up for Folderly? Yeah, so the more the one of the exciting things that comes Folgerly. So we rebuilding entire system. So we call it Folgerly 2.0. So it would be the huge win for us because we are moving from monolith architecture to microservices. And it will help us to show the scalability of the system working separately, which with with each and every entity of uh, deliverability. It's domain mailbox content leads. And having like few solutions within the Folgerly by having all of those in one place would crush the email marketing like for a company. So basically we will really have a lot of exposure with it. We will increase our lifetime value, we will increase our revenue. It will be at least uh, like uh, fingers crossed the hockey stick for Folgerly in terms of the revenue. Okay, that's great. Yeah, exciting stuff coming up. And if, as we wrap up here, so if listeners would like to learn more about Folderly, where should we send them online? So the, the, the great place would be the website. So folderly.com, it's the, the, our website. Also follow us on LinkedIn and never miss our webinars because we're starting to not like hitting a lot of bullshit and split the water. We just like, explaining how it works for us with the use cases with the those instruments and it's always like interesting about to be there because the, the it always had a crazy chat there like on average we have 300 people on the webinar and the chat is like another event within the webinar <laughs> oh yeah yeah i can see that all right well if you'd like to learn more about vlad and Foley, check out f-o-l-d-e-r-l-y.com to learn more and Vlad, really appreciate you sharing your experience and your background today. Thank you. Thank you. I also enjoy it. So pleasure is mine. Thank you.